Every day, you make decisions that affect you and the people you care about. So do your elected officials. That's why elections are so important, because you are picking the leaders who will make choices that directly impact you and your community. Vote411.org is your tool for accurate and unbiased election information, whether you're registering to vote or learning more about your local candidates. Your vote is your megaphone. Use it to pick the leaders you trust. Get online, get the facts, and make your voice heard on Election Day. Moving forward. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's it's good to have you back. Um, it's been a lot longer than I expected. Like the the crazy COVID economy and the entertainment industry is still not getting along very well. So like I I was on professional hiatus for real work for uh, a lot longer than I expected. So I I'm glad we can make the time even for as close as it is to election day. But at least it, I hope this helps in any way to help get your word out. Awesome. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm uh, happy to be here. Right on, right <laughs> on. So um, let's catch up with your campaign first. Um, okay. How, I mean, what's what's your big takeaway from the primaries and, and your feelings on it? Well, <clears throat> the primaries, my one opponent, Kanamu Balinbin, he had run previously uh against me for when I was a county council member. So he's tried, you know, he does um, support, he does bring out a good, uh, he speaks, uh, you know, on behalf of a good uh, demographic of our community. But in the end, you know, he realized that I too, we have very similar philosophies, very similar interests and things we want to, you know, bring to the table and, and how to better our communities. So he ended up basically endorsing me uh, that night after the, the very next morning, it was, he was my very first text message or phone call. I recall, I can't remember exactly what it was to congratulate me and to say, thank good job. And I know you're the best person for the job and things like that. So that really helped boost me, I think, in having, you know, the my primary opponent turn around and then tell all his supporters and everyone, hey, you know, vote for Ellie. She's the one and, and stuff like that. I recently had a fundraiser. His other his main job is a caterer. So um a local grinds 808 and he catered my my event, you know, and he was, yeah, did awesome and again was there, yeah, support Ellie. So I'm he garnered like 1,300 votes in the primary. I got just shy of 2,000. So if we add his 13 to my almost 2,000, that makes you know, quite a nice, nice comfortable uh, amount of votes, you know, to coming into the general. <clears throat> so, so far, I feel good about it all. With right that. on, yeah. right on. That's, you know what? I got to say, that's, that's a really good thing to hear is that uh professional just like relationship to be able to have with an opponent or with other other, other politicians in general mm-hmm. you know especially mm-hmm. in the climate that we're having right now across America in, in the divide yeah. that it's it's even important whether it's uh, against another party or within your own party just that cooperation you know, to be able to change gears like that so professionally is very important to our democracy. 
Yes, very much so. So I thought that was a great example of just people being on different ends or, or at least being opponents mm-hmm. and then coming together, <clears throat> you know, in the end and saying, hey, you know what? You say a lot that I we we have similarities and I think, you know, good, good job on the run. We were both very professional and didn't didn't attack each other in, in any ways because I've seen I'm seeing that a lot and it wasn't that way you know we just each ran our campaign and whoever won won and you know he he didn't prevail but he came to my side to say hey congratulations and let me support you so that was great (laughs) dig it dig it so while i've got you here today what do you think is like the the home stretch conversation you need to be having with everybody well that it's about like this whole relationship collaboration type of building i've been saying it all throughout my campaign it really boils down to just that right you Mm -hmm. said like um relationships and and regardless on what side of the aisle you are or party you are or whatever it is it's about everyone the, the meeting of the minds so to speak so we respect each other and their thoughts and philosophies and and whatever but hear them out. Really listen and hear their justifications, why they believe whatever they do. And, you know, you take what you can and others you, you leave on the side and, and walk, walk together, you know, on common ground to better the community in the decision-making process is how I look at it. And I've always done my, that's how I've always done my work, you know, as a council member for eight years, too. And I think that says a lot when, you know, there's a poll out. They did it every year, the best of Maui time. And I had gotten the best elected official for Maui County six times, you know. And so to me, that's that tells me that the county of Maui, the demographic that reads that paper, which is a very was independent, you know, type of um, paper different from Maui News. And they supported me all those years and, and obviously felt I, their voice was heard. And, you know, I, I listened and, and uh, carried through and then did what the community wanted because that's what I'm there for on behalf of them, not my own self. So it is about relationship building. And I've started that from day one when COVID finally kind of lightened up and they opened up the state capitol. I flew over there. First thing, just to start meeting and greeting, you know, existing house reps, existing senators, and just say, hi, I'm Ellie Carver, and I'm running, and, you know, one day I may be here by your side, just want you to kind of get to know me a little bit ahead of time, and and that's what I've been doing, and I did that before I got on the county council, too, went and met all nine members, just in case, and sure enough, I ended up being there, working side by side, that, I- so, you know, they... They had a little taste of who I am. Yeah, no, I, I feel that that's very important. You know, uh, the, this conversation came up a little bit when I was talking with Angus McKelvey earlier. And it just being able to have infrastructure relations with people is key. You know, you can't just like show up for office, you know? No. So it's just mm-hmm. like, hi, I got my birthday suit. Let's go to work. And everybody's like, who are you? You know? So no. I think that that's very important. And then that, that resonates with that professional behavior that you receive back from everybody else, you know? Right. Yeah. And that's how I look at it. You know, here I am, I reach out and we may disagree politically, philosophically, whatever it is, 
but you know where you stand with me and here's where I come from and what I believe in, you know, and I'm just, I'm an open book and I've said it at one of the campaign forums. I mean, what you see is what you get with Ellie Cochran. And I think that's really what opens up doors, right? Others feel comfortable and I feel I'm approachable and can come and talk to me because I'm not going to just slam the door or shut them down. I'm going to really actually Listen, you know, and, and empathize and get in your shoes and figure out why do you believe or think the way you do? Because I may not, but I just I want to learn why you do, you know, and that's I've always sort of been that way. <laughs> so, uh, you know, moving on the fact that you are a well-prepared individual, what do you see on the horizon as like your what's your what's your first, you know, What's your first road to go down? What 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 do you feel is the biggest need to approach for for your voters and uh, the community in its current status? Yeah, oh, it's I've had to really retrain my brain in the sense that I don't need to think countywide mm-hmm. issues. You know, I have to because I always ran countywide seats, so it's like, oh wait, okay, it's a district, House District Fourteen. It runs from Maalaya, goes around Lahaina, Kaanapali out north, around the head, Kahakaloa, Waihee, Waihu. So I've been going in that. I know West Maui really well and so i've been heading out towards the waihuahe area to really listen to that community and hear them out because i don't live on that end mm-hmm. and so thinking uh you know in that um context of course infrastructure whether it's water roads you know our, our different highways and the whole shoreline issue of sea level rise and climate change and, and all of that is really affects this area. Tourism, right? The big talk mm-hmm. about over tourism. And those are and then of course the affordable housing issue, the truly affordable housing issue, our extension of the Lahaina bypass heading north, which which is you know part of the whole infrastructure and road issues, and our schools you know, and the teachers and then, and the West Maui hospital that's been discussed for decades. That's not just, you know, happened overnight. That's like, Oh, now we need a hospital. No, this has been in the making for decades and something that Angus and I, so there's a couple of things that Angus and I have already been talking, you know, story about, cause he's, he will be in the Senate. I'll be in the state house. And, you know, we want to submit companion bills that support each other mm-hmm. on behalf of this community. So, you know, I mean, that's when I see I'm hitting the ground running. It's not like I'm already pre-planning this kind of stuff. Cause by the time you get inaugurated, I mean, you're in the seat, you're, you're doing the job. It's yes. too late to start thinking of what bills you're going to submit. You know, you got us, we're talking now. So I've been talking for months and all throughout the campaign trail. So I feel in that way, I'm really ahead of the, the curve, you know, in, in my learning and trying to get myself up and going as fast as I can as a new freshman rookie member, you know. But um, so, yeah, a lot, lot of those issues come about. And I just I feel like, yeah, with the support in the Senate and, of course, my fellow House reps, too, which uh, Janae Capella and Amy Peruso came over last week to sign wave with me and, and HSTA, Hawaii State um, Teachers Association. We were, all, uh, we were all endorsed by them. So that was so nice for them to fly over special to just do this special sign waving. 
so yeah, that's that relationship building again, right? And uh, it's I feel good. Yeah, I feel really good. Right on. Well, it it definitely shows at the polls for you, you know. And and side conversation on that. Uh, you know, I, I feel that it, it really shows in the people who don't get votes because I, I feel that like this this level of preparedness do, it doesn't get stressed enough. So I'm glad oh. that you, you bring it up and you speak about it. So, so you know, so fervently and, and your in the pride in your voice with it, because like it's an important feature that that a candidate needs to have, because I, I, I feel that we watched a lot of primary candidates, especially in our county and mayoral races, that kind of just showed up and then when asked with the bigger question of what you can do, it was like, oh, well, when I get in there, I'll have the greatest team ever. It'll be the greatest. Right, yeah. And and beca- and this is the other point I really want to stress is that I come from county, you know, and to me, the county and the pe- that's where your the, the rubber does meet the road. Uh, but also that's the community. That's what your community is made out of is the county level. And that's your community. So then now you move into the state level and it's, there is an article I read in it and it encapsulates the thought that state is like in between the go between county and federal levels, you know? And so the decisions you make on the state level do affect county uh, statewide but it trickles down much slower than your decisions made at the county level. You know, the county that day, you're getting reaper, you're getting feedback, whatever repercussions from the community instantly, right? That day versus state stuff, oh, it's done. Then it's sort of the county starts feeling it, you know, while a little ways down the road. And it's so it's a whole different to me, a whole different ballgame. But I'm going to bring that county knowledge with me. You know, the things I've learned on that deeper in the trenches, boots on the ground level, having been infrastructure chair here for eight years, I mean, I'm very intimately knowledgeable about all of our infrastructure. And that's important, you know. And um, so, yeah, I'm excited that I can. And there's only I found out five legislators at the state that actually have county backgrounds. Hmm. So I'm like, well, no wonder they make the kind of decisions they make, (laughs) you know? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to open their eyes up a little bit to a lot of about, to about county level things. Cause they need to, I think sort of, um, you know, garner their decision-making off of that level first and then see how they can affect, you know, the people that they're there to represent. Yeah. So that that's my thought anyways. Absolutely. Especially it. with long-term policy, you know. I mean, state state and fe- I mean, the further you go up the chain, the more longer term and bureaucratic it can be. So like if the county knows what's what and and you're tuned into it from that state side, you know, you can at least plead your case up the line better and and in perpetuity. Uh but yeah. so uh pivoting a bit what what would you uh, have to say to appeal to voters who haven't voted for you or those that may actually show up to vote that didn't vote in the primaries because a lot of people don't show up for those? Yeah, you're right. And West Maui is like the worst voter turnout. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had an interview a long time ago by CNN, and it was like we were number one. The state was number one in worst voter turnout, but Maui, but West Maui was the worst voter turnout in the state <laughs> so it was like whoa we're number one and you know in some ways 
but it wasn't a good number one. And they're like, why? I'm like, well, I'll tell you one thing. I go, if election day falls on a Saturday and everyone's at the beach, they're at a big luau, whatever, they're not going to leave the beach or that party to go and vote. There's just no way in hell they're going to. So they're like, what? Really? I'm like, oh, yeah. No, no. No one's going to leave perfect surf. No one's going to leave the water. Go and vote, you know, or the beach. And they're they're laughing, but the right that's kind of no, our, our I mean, you know, that's I, our lifestyle. That's you know that's you know you you you've you've opened my eyes uh, a little more because you know me coming back from from the mainland and and reintegrating yeah. to Maui, like you know what, like our biggest struggle in trying to get civic engagement was like, oh well, what if it falls on a work day, and then we have to fight yep. the man to get people out of work, but like to hear that it's like it's more of a Tom and Huck scenario. <laughs> Well, and now there's no excuse. May ballots come to your home, people. Yep. Comes right to your front door. Comforts yep. of your own home. You can mark your ballot and drop it in the mail. How much easier can that be? Exactly. So, right? I mean, now there's no excuse. The whole go to the beach and you're not leaving to go to the polling, you know, precinct. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's so long. That's old school. Yep. Here, here's the new age, you know, but... um. <clears throat> but anyways, sorry, I went off. Uh, off no, no topic. worries. What you know? What, random, question. random thought on that though. Before we go back. Oh, about, what, what okay, if you just had a... to vote for me? Well, I think again, you know, I do. I have a track record, right? Anybody yeah. can look up what I've done in the past, and if anything, I would send people to watch the Onipa uh, tw- 2022 video. Yes, Onipa uh, 2022, because that video, my my ex staff Sarah Pajimola, because she's retiring at the end of the year, she was an executive assistant for three of those council members. One was Wayne Shiki, who was that name just goes wow, you know, like yeah, we remember him. And then it was Joanne Johnson, who my predecessor, and then myself. It uh, Michelle Anderson. So she worked for Wayne, Michelle Anderson, and myself. So it, the message in that video basically is this. Look at how these, um, I think it's seven of us, that had to really struggle because we were the sole voice of Alhaina, you know, Malama and, and all that. And then, um, you know, this year, this past term, finally they, we have a majority of Alhaina warriors. Finally ever in, in 47 years, Right. And that's the message you can lose this majority. And it wasn't easy. Look back in time and see how difficult it was for your, your, your single one or two Alohaina warriors on the council. And it can go back to that. If you do not get to the poll or, you know, vote, mail in your ballots, whatever. So that's kind of the, um, yeah, message in that video, but it sh- we all share our experience. And, and it's not a fun experience. It's hard. It's tough. Because when you're the only person talking the good talk about our culture and, and doing what's pono for our future generations and ourselves today, and you're the only one, that's like, and you keep doing it day in and day out. I did it for eight years. Wayne did it for 22 years. It's like, yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I get it, you. it wears on you. <laughs> I get you because being the odd one out, eventually you start to think if you are crazy and then and then you got to go through this whole like reself discovery phase just to get that second fire, you know? Well, for me and and it was difficult in the video it says how I wanted to throw in the towel and just give it up and go why? Why should any human being live go through this why? 
And I was like, because I have to be there. Who else is going to be here? That's, you know, and then every day if I walk out there, just anybody randomly comes up to me and says, thank you for what you do. That simple gesture of thanking me and realizing I'm fighting the good fight, although I'm not winning the votes, you know, or passing any legislation because of the fact I am the minority. Yeah. It, it spurred me. It gave me enthusiasm and motivation to keep going. Just a simple, oh, we see you and we thank you. And oh my God, you know, just thank you for being there kind of thing. That's all. That's what kept me motivated and not wanting to give up, you know, and I want to jump back in and, and keep up that, keep that momentum going. So that's where I'm headed up to the state now. <laughs> right. On. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is, is there anything that you would like to put into detail for our listeners and, uh, you know, just any encouragement you have for the non-voters? Well, I, again, gotta stay, you know, vote, please be part of this. And it, people's lives, people put their lives on the line to, for us to have this right to vote. It is a big thing. Maybe people are, they're like, why, what does it matter? I'm only one vote. Roz Baker lost one of her elections by five votes. Senator Roz Baker, five. You know, I mean, every single vote does count and your every single voice does matter because that's how I'm better to do my job. You know, I because of your voice and what you bring to the table for me, you know, I'm like that vessel, you know, uh, on behalf of others to do what the community needs are. And unless you speak out and you share what the, your needs, concerns, thoughts, whatever are. Aha, uh -huh, my, I, that's the only way I can be productive, you know, and constructive for this community. And uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the turnout. I think the the biggest one I think everyone's calling and find, about the mayoral. Mm -hmm. And that's a tough one here, you know, I mean, because victory, I ran against Victorino. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't agree with the guy. I mean, I ran, but. I have to look at it this way. And then you have um, Judge Bisson, well-respected, related just about every to everybody here. And and um, so we'll, we'll just see how that one rolls out, you know. Um, and I don't know. I just, it's it's going to be interesting. Indeed. <laughs> That's all I can say. Time will <laughs> tell. Yeah. So I'm excited. The days are counting down. But I feel like at this point, you know, everyone, pretty much everyone has their ballots in hand and they're going to vote or have voted. I already did. My ballot's in the mail. I'm not going to lose that. <clears throat> and um, it's just one of those things. I I'm continuously out there. I got my list of people I need to still meet, places I still need to go in order to prep myself for the state issues. You know, people getting evicted and, and our roads and the, the harbors. Harbors are a huge thing here. We got the huge cruise ships dropping 4,000 people all at once at, in our little town of Lahaina. Just boom. I mean, okay, yeah, there's negative impacts on that. So going to the harbor and find, looking with my own eyes and experience it firsthand, what is the impact? And the harbor people go... You're, you're the only person who ever has come down here to actually talk to us and actually see, like, what ha really happens when these cruise ships come in. I go, I had to. I knew there were impacts, but I need to see it for myself. That's how I get to know, right? Mm -hmm. The community, and which in turn will then, she's like, oh, man, I'm telling everybody to vote for you. 
So those simple acts of just me trying to do my job will get you the support of the community because they see you actually working. And that's, I've always been hands-on. You know, I get in the trenches. I get my hands dirty, whatever. I'm in there doing it too. So that's how I, that's how I operate. <laughs> and it seems to work so far on the county level. So the proof is in the pudding. That's always a good way go. to work. You know, there you go. Yeah, Just, that's it. Just, well, and I've always been that way, whether I was running for office or not, you know, just being part of community and being involved. Dig it. Yeah. Well, where can we expect you uh, to see you or run into you uh, before the election? Is there, there any, any uh, great things coming up where people can come out and support you? Uh, I'll probably do a few sign wavings around the day on election, just so people know that, hey, don't forget, this is your last day. If you haven't done it yet, <laughs> go to the polling, you know, Lahaina Civic Center uh, or the Napili Fire Station. Uh, and there is this, uh, at Ma uh, the stadium, Maui Memorial, um, stadium there's going to be the senior meo maui economic opportunity senior fair this coming saturday there that's a huge thing where every candidate goes like from your from your governor to your lgs to your you know everyone congress everybody shows up for that one that's like the last so, generation that all votes yeah, that's why <laughs> yeah that yeah that's like the biggie you know but i always feel like they do it a week too late because i guarantee you all those seniors in that room had already voted exactly you know? Se seniors. that's how i i always feel like yeah, absolutely so Statistically, yeah, they're, seniors they're are high birds. volume mailing. Hell yeah, 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 they're the early birds, yeah. you know. So I almost feel like ah, you guys are always doing these get-togethers a week too late, but but it is what it is, and yeah, we all show up and do our thing and give out our swag and talk story with people and stuff. So it that's fun. But Akaku always does the big uh, you know election nights thing where they interview all the candidates at the time, and we all watch the numbers roll out and stuff so i think that's where I, I will be at akaku station over at 333 dairy road in kahului at their studio and yeah should be fun so we'll see how that night rolls out dig it well ellie mahalo for coming on today glad that we could catch yeah. up and Same here. um i look forward to the results and uh you know I'd, I'd love to catch up with you again after the new year and and see what's going on in your neck of the woods yeah sounds good please do i know it was exciting i already got a letter in the mail from the house of representatives uh clerk's office and he's like okay mark your calendar monday november 14th is state capital orientation day should you prevail mark your calendar for this i'm like oh wow yeah so that's like the first official day at the Capitol will be orientation. <laughs> so that's exciting. But anyways, yeah, we'll be in touch. Right on. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day and uh, okay, I look forward too. to hearing good news. Great. Okay. You take care. You we'll be in touch. All right. Aloha. Aloha. Bye. <gasps>